I coach people on real estate. Today, we're talking about borrowing money. Yes, the question has come in from Fiona. Should I actually borrow what the bank is willing to lend? Of course, this comes up a lot and a lot of people actually bite off more than they can chew in real estate. Happens all the time. It's obviously a lot of pressure in lending to get money out of the bank and into people's back pockets. And of course, what this does often is mean that people get loans probably more than they can potentially chew. Now, I see this a lot, that people don't go the distance in real estate soon as things get tough, like an interest rate adjustment or their life changes where they've got uh, more responsibility. Uh, as their life evolves, the real estate gets harder and harder to hold. And a big part of it is not doing your numbers correctly to begin with. I really like real estate where the tenant and the tax department do all of the work. Really, we often refer to that real estate as neutrally or positively geared real estate. In other words, the renter and the rent they pay is really paying the lion's share of the cost to run the asset. And of course, the tax man is chipping in a few bob as well. And for me, the owner, I'm not pulling money out of my back pocket. Now, interesting today, a lot of people are biting off loans potentially without considering uh, future changes in their life. They might have a couple of kids and all of a sudden the cost to own that real estate varies too much, perhaps biting off more than they should. And certainly from an investment point of view, I see real estate today, for example, in Sydney, where the median value has just reached 1.3 million, uh, where people... Uh, are getting rental returns of like $700 a week, meaning they have to pull out $300 a week of their own money to prop up the asset. That kind of thing uh, sounds good in principle, but gets old very quickly. What does happen is our as our life evolves, biting off too much than you can chew in real estate um, does come back to bite you. So should I actually borrow what the bank is willing to offer. Well, I like to teach the idea that uh, when you're certainly a much younger, you probably should. It is a really good idea to get as much capital into the market as possible, but that capital has to get a return on it. And if you're uh, throwing out money on a low yield, then potentially you're biting off more than you should. You want to have a really balanced approach to this. So if you are borrowing money and your yield is strong and very balanced, then you should definitely put more capital into the market. However, if you're a little bit older and you don't have as much time to pay off a home loan and you're being pressured to borrow a large amount of money, it is uh, sensible to just double check those calculations. Yes, we wanna get capital into the market, but given uh, the propensity of um, work life to run out, potentially we want to bite off a little bit less than uh, the full amount the bank is willing to offer so we can pay down the mortgage a lot quicker. So if you're younger, I'd go for it. If you're a little bit older, I'd double check the logic and always consider the yield versus the asset value so that you uh, can fundamentally own real estate without putting any money into it. It's the best way 
to actually own it. Have the tenant do the work, have the tax department do the work, and leave your pennies in your pocket so you can build a life outside of real estate. That could be uh, having some great holidays, having a couple of kids, whatever it may be, your life's going to evolve and it needs to evolve alongside your real estate. Uh, I certainly have seen a lot of people fall into the trap of biting off more than they can chew, seeing their life get a little bit more tangled and then all of a sudden having to sell the real estate quite quickly to restore balance in their world. Don't let that be you. Hey, see you next time.